So what is the Old Testament? The Old Testament is the record of the revelation of God given to humans through the life and history of Israel. Let's break that down just a little bit. A record of the revelation. So this record is a collection given to many different people over different times in different places. Most scholars believe that the Old Testament was composed over a period of about a thousand years. God was the author of the Old Testament. But instead of taking God's own hand and writing, God inspired through the Holy Spirit writers, more than 40 different writers, in fact, to write the 39 books that we call the Old Testament. And what does this record tell us? It tells us about the ways that God revealed God's self in history. That is, the revelation of God. This is the way that God used to communicate himself and his will to people. It's not simply a history. In fact, we think about histories very differently in our time and place than this story is told. This is a book about God interacting and revealing himself during historical events. While historic events do happen in the book, the Bible also overlooks a number of significant historical events because that's just not the purpose of the book. The writers weren't working to make an accurate accounting of every event that happened. Instead, they were seeking to tell the story of the way God showed God's self to people. And who is this book for? All humans. That's all humans in general, but given through the history of a very specific people, the people of Israel. It depicts God's interaction with humans through the way he interacted with Israel during times of obedience and disobedience. So why do we study the Old Testament? It has value to us because God never changes. God is constant. In fact, in the New Testament, in 1 Corinthians 10 verse 11, we are reminded that the Old Testament and its events were given for our instruction. We're given a choice to read and choose to listen and follow in obedience, which leads to reward, or to choose disobedience, which leads to judgment. I suppose the next question might be why we call this the Old Testament. That isn't what um, the people who originally read this collection of stories would have called it. Christians, though, saw Jesus as the fulfillment of the messianic prophecies from this set of scriptures. As they recorded events of Jesus' life and his words, that is, the Gospels, and wrote other materials for Christians, they didn't abandon the Jewish scriptures, which they had known before Jesus arrived. But they added their new writings to them. As a result, the 39 books became known as the former covenant or Old Testament. Jeremiah 33 anticipated a new covenant was coming. Jesus announced the new covenant in Luke 22. Hebrews 8 confirms the new covenant. 
And Paul once referred to Jewish scriptures as the Old Covenant in 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Originally, God's revelation to the Hebrews, or people of Israel, was passed orally from one generation to the next, each one telling the story of God's revelation to God's people. But eventually it became necessary to keep a written record of what God had spoken in order to ensure that it was preserved for later generations. The text was originally written in the Hebrew alphabet, and it was arranged in column lines without word divisions. Schools of scribes, that is, people who copied the texts, um, copied the writings continually until the time of the Masoretes, between 500 and 900 A.D., So that's a long time after the birth of Christ, if you're trying to keep up. Those scribes, you might recall, were religious and civil servants who were experts in language and in literature. They copied or transmitted the written records of God's word. One of the ways they ensured they didn't make mistakes was to count the number of letters to make sure it was perfect in the transcription, and they only write one letter at a time before looking back to the original text. The Masoretes were Jewish scholars and scribes who improved word divisions and added vowels and punctuation marks and verse divisions to the text, which is how we can look things up today. The Hebrew text of the Old Testament is still today referred to as the Masoretic text in honor of the contribution of these Jewish scholars. Eventually, the changing historical and political fortunes of the Israelite nation necessitated the translation of the Hebrew text into other languages. How did we come to have this set of books in the Old Testament, you might wonder? This is often referred to as the canon. Canon comes from the Greek word kanon, which derived, which originally meant reed, as in R-E-E-D, something that grows by the water, um, but came to mean something firm and straight. Later, the word took on metaphoric meanings, such as model or standard. It's a little vague how these books came to be the Hebrew canon or the Hebrew Bible. It was a long and involved process that probably took place in a number of stages. First, God revealed these utterances um, to his people and they were told from one generation to the next so that they would be remembered. At stage two, the words were eventually recorded and preserved in writing for the Hebrew community. At stage three, the books began to be collected. And I call them books, but really they weren't written in books as we know them today. They would have been written on scrolls for many, many years. There was a long process of assembling all of the records to ensure that there was easy access of the scriptures for the entire community. In stage four, there came to be consensus among Hebrew religious leaders guided by the Holy Spirit in the course of the Hebrew or Israelite history 
that eventually resulted in the choosing of the 39 books that we now have as the Old Testament. Four important criteria were probably used to determine which books were included. First, the leaders of the Hebrew religious community recognized divine inspiration and that the authors were guided and into understanding by God's spirit. The second criteria was probably authorship, determining uh, the, who wrote the books. Most of the authors of the Old Testament held divinely appointed offices of leadership. The content of the books was also examined for internal consistency of teaching and to create an overall unity of theme and message with the covenant experience that was recorded in all of the books. Lastly, it was considered how the use of particular documents and books were used by the Hebrew religious community. When these books were compiled, they became the 24 books in the Hebrew scriptures. We now have 39 books in our Old Testament, but the material is actually the same. The Hebrew scriptures combine books together and consider them as single books. So Samuel, Kings, Chronicle, and Ezra and Nehemiah are single books where we list them as 1st and 2nd Samuel, 1st and 2nd Kings, and so on. The 12 minor prophets were treated as a unified book called the Book of the Twelve, where we list them in our book and our copy of Scripture as 12 individual books in the Bible. So, same material, just in a different um just divided up slightly differently. The Hebrew canon, though it took a long period of time to be um, considered sacred scripture and pulled together in the form that we know, is also not in the same order in the Hebrew Bible. In fact, typically the Hebrew canon is referred to as the Tanakh because it's divided into three sections, and the beginning letters of those three sections are T, N, and K, Tanakh. The first of those is the Torah, Genesis through Deuteronomy, also known as the Law. The second is the Nebaim, or the Prophets, the former Prophets and the later Prophets. And the last is the Ketubim, or the Writings. These are books like Psalms, Job, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, but also books like Chronicles, Ezra, Ruth, Esther, and Daniel. Some people might ask why we should study the Old Testament. Since Jesus arrived and there is a new covenant, do we need to study the Old Testament at all? There are four reasons we might consider for the importance of studying the Old Testament. First, Jesus accepted the Old Testament as the Word of God and used the Old Testament scriptures himself in overcoming temptation. Secondly, the New Testament writers believe that this Old Testament scriptures were authoritative, 
We can see this in references in Romans 15 and 2 Timothy 3 and even 2 Peter. Third, the testimony of the Old Testament itself claims to have received the words of Yahweh. And lastly, the basic message and foundational theological themes of the Old Testament are the same as those of the New Testament or New Covenant. Those are things like God acts in history on behalf of us as humans. Humans are fallen creatures as a result of our personal rebellion, and our only hope is a personal relationship with God. These are the themes that we will see as we explore together an introduction to the Old Testament.